Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Hey, Call Shot crew, Adam here. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're going to bring you another awesome episode. But before we do, I want to encourage you guys to send us in some more ship names. We're absolutely loving all the ones we've gotten, and you guys have come up with some really cool backstories. I know Wes is enjoying putting it all together, so that way we can put an even better show out for you all. Please leave us an iTunes review or review for any site that you listen to us from. If it's got a place to give us five stars, go do it now. Also, keep sending me some tweets. I love seeing you guys on Twitter. It's been a lot of fun interacting with you and getting to know you, and I can't wait to see some more. Enjoy episode 35, Exposition Retreat. All right, episode 35. You guys have spotted sails on the horizon. Zagre has given his commands, and you are chasing this ship down. But I believe you have a little bit of time before you get there. I forgot about Zug's commands. Yes. I was about to say, we're still trying to figure out Zugray's commands. <laughs> Stop on the whistle snapper. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what a snoof blot is. I mean, it's not my fault you guys are terrible pirates. <laughs> Pirating with Dr. Seuss. The problem is, Zugray is right. He may not call it the right name, but he's pointing at the right stuff, <laughs> and your ship is sailing fantastically towards its goal. I thought it was about, right. I was going to say, I thought it was about us being terrible pirates. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna argue hey we're not pirates yet we're mutineers but maybe soon you will be but you have some time to kill before you reach your ship what would you guys like to do i'm gonna have jape go around and gather all the crew all the uh, officers for uh like a captain's dinner so we can get some things out on the table <laughs> you should probably leave some of the, the officers <laughs> to actually run the ship well jape will run the ship when we actually have the dinner but he's the one rounding people up oh, okay <laughs> All right, so Jape goes to the officers. He makes signs at each individual. I could just picture this conversation. You guys are looking at him confused, and finally he's like... Taps on the shoulder and just does some, like, bird squawk hand signals and points at the captain's cabin. And then he, like, gives them the time of, uh, what, seven? Sundown, yeah. Some, somewhere around sundown? He's when we, like, When we sundown. drop anchor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not dropping anchor right now. We're chasing a ship. <laughs> no parking brake. Zugray will pick some random person and assign them to be the second pilot, and which is basically just going to involve him walking by, grabbing their leg, and yanking them over <laughs> towards the wheel, and going, "Watch this while I'm out gone." <laughs> I think Rosie can pilot a ship, can't she? That works. Uh, All right, so Rosie comes over and she's like, "Okay, okay, okay, Zugray, easy, easy," and she can use the steps. There you go. Yeah, there, we go. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. And she likes them. They're very nice. <laughs> So Rosie's at the wheel. She's steering the ship away towards this central goal. Uh, Ark, what are you doing right now? Uh, I actually would like to go talk to Sebastian down in the quartermaster's area. Okay. Uh, so walk up to the quartermaster's area, knock on the door. Enter. Uh, I'll open the door. Sebastian, uh, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, last time we had interacted a little bit, you know, I'd asked the crew to be ready to attack this next ship, and you blatantly called me out in front of the entire crew and told me, you know, oh, that they can't hold their weapons and do their jobs. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just want to make sure that we're on the same level. You know, as officers, we need to be unified together and show these people how to, to how to lead. And and I feel like with you attacking me in front of the rest of the crew, it could doubt them or make them doubt me. And that is the last thing I want whenever I'm boarding a ship. Sebastian's sitting there as Art comes in. He's actually got his sleeves rolled up and he's actually working a tattoo needle on a tattoo on his right arm. He looks up. I knew an Ulfin didn't understand sarcasm, but I didn't quite, uh, quite realize you were so sensitive. Not as much of a sensitivity, as much as I don't want my crew stabbing me in the back because they think that they uh, they can, just because you insult me. I don't try and question what you do here in the Quartermasters. Don't try and question me in front of my crew as well. I didn't question you, but uh, you obviously have something else on your mind. What is it? Uh, I do. Um, I've often distrusted the gods, and I can see that you have a way of telling people's fates, from what I can tell. I'd ask you to actually tell mine, if you don't mind. Sebastian... Kind of cocks his head. He wipes the blood off his arm um, from where he's working the tattoo. You notice the the runes on his arm are kind of swirling around. You see, he's worked a like a jet black kraken onto his right arm. And as you you work as you 
as he speaks, he moves his arm. You notice it swims away hmm. down his arm through the through the runes. Uh, he he stares at Ark like hard. Um, and to the GM, Sebastian's actually going to use his mind reader ability. Uh, that's going to be a DC 16 will save. I'm nodding. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you need me to make a will save? If you would. I uh, rolled a three, so I'm assuming that... <laughs> Typical. <laughs> you yeah. had a difficult childhood. So <laughs> I, would, I would really like to know, how does your mind reader ability look when you use it? Do you like hold your fingers to your temples? What does that look like? If the X-Men comic cartoons have taught me anything, that's the only way you can turn on something. See, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. The most powerful psychic in the world has to touch his forehead every yeah, time. Exactly. Or his temples. That, that's where the button is. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sebastian is generally more subtle than that. I only put the finger to my temple to freak Wes out. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you guys can't see that. <laughs> but no, I imagine Sebastian just stares really, really hard. But if you're paying a lot of attention to his eyes, I imagine that you see the same blue runes that cover the rest of his body sort of swirl across his pupils Fun. while oh, wow. he's doing it. Can I roll like perception to check that, or is that something I would notice, obviously? I would say if you had made your will save, you could you could check that. But okay. unfortunately, you failed. That's fair. You don't see nothing. And uh, he stares him down for, for a minute. Very well. Sit. But uh, many people want to know their fate, my friend. It, it is, you realize it is fickle, and it tends to draw the, how do I put this, the attention of things best left undisturbed. Uh, it's fair, but at this point, any direction is a better direction than where I'm heading. <laughs> yes, well, aren't we all? Uh, close the door, sit. And he'll close the door behind him, come and sit down right next to Sebastian, or in front of him, I guess. Yeah, cross the table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too close. Uh, Sebastian reaches down into the table and uh, pulls out a, this, this well-worn box made of just jet black ironwood. Um Sets it on the table. He gestures, and the the box opens itself, and a uh, a deck of large wooden cards just floats out. There, you've probably seen Verizian tarot cards where these are large, nicely crafted out of wood with uh, enameled scenes painted on them, uh, representing all the different uh, major and minor arcana. Uh, he gestures again. They start to move and shuffle themselves in midair, and then they sort of settle down on the table in front of you. You very faintly smell jasmine, oddly enough, when okay. this when this happens. Well, let's see what circumstances we find ourselves in first. Uh, touch the deck, please. Ark will hold his right hand on top of the deck. Good enough. As Sebastian gestured again, several cards separate themselves out from the deck and lay across uh, the table in front of uh, Ark, uh, face down. He uh, gestures again. The first card flips, and uh, it's the fool. Uh, a young man, you know, has a, a bundle over his shoulder at the at the start of a road, like he's going on a long journey. But as as Ark's staring at it, the the image fades. It blurs, and it changes, um, and it changes to a large red bearded man dashing through a forest. He's, he has a great sword. He just seems to be swinging it, just laughing wildly. And all around him, there you see shadowy figures peering from openings in the trees and countless eyes in the underbrush. Hmm. Interesting. Sebastian gestures again. The next card is already obviously different. Um, you see a man, he's sitting at a table covered in books and scrolls and paraphernalia, but he has the head of a uh, of snow tiger. Hmm. Um, he's clad in what you would recognize as the, the furs and leathers of a shaman. Sure. Um, and he's holding a wand made of bone aloft. Um, but the fingers on the hand are bending the wrong direction. They oh, bend man. backwards. Yes. Um, he gestures three more cards flip. Uh, one, this is the Ace of Wands. It's, uh, you need to know something, and desperately. The, uh, the card is a hand reaching out of, out of nothingness. It's reaching for a, a tightly bound scroll, but it's just out of reach. The next one is 
probably disturbing to Ark. It's an Ulfin clan hall, but it's in flames. Hmm. Uh, you see what appears to be kin fighting against kin, and in the background there are shadowy uh, lupine shapes, wolves, circling through the trees. And then the last card is a is death. The skeletal figure in rotting furs, he's scything a field, but the head is a grinning wolf skull with golden coins for eyes. Well, you have uh, <laughs> some interesting circumstances, and not all good that bring you here, I see. Yes, I, uh, I don't really know what these cards mean necessarily, but they feel familiar. <laughs> the fool is you. I assumed as much. It resembles me a little. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. This represents your need and events that, uh, well, I would assume have happened recently or are happening. Disaster and death for you or perhaps your clan. I don't know enough about you to say. Uh, if you have nothing to say on that, let's see what else it reveals, huh? Uh, well, Sebastian... It's not necessarily my clan, I don't think. Uh, previously in my past, my grandfather was the the master of our clan. He was our leader, but he was a real rightful bastard. And uh, another clan offered to come in and, and help him out with some issues that were happening, but instead he betrayed them and turned their clan into our slaves. My father rectified this issue, and so I imagine the two clans' houses burning is probably what that represents. Hmm, perhaps... He gestures the, the cards laying out in front of him, reshuffle and disappear back into the deck. He gestures again, and several more cards slide out. The deck appears to have quite a bit to say for you. The first card flips. Hmm. It's it's the Emperor. A powerfully built Ulfin man in, in fine armor sits atop a throne adorned with the head of dragons and snow-capped mountains at his back. And he's holding iron chains in his in his hand. They lead to the necks of several indistinct figures at his feet. Um, and on top of his brow is a, a, a crown of ice. Hmm. Perhaps this is uh, <laughs> the ancestor you speak. Could be. Uh, the crown looks awfully familiar. Do you think it has anything to do with the crown we saw at the Nagas recently? Yeah, if it's your ancestor. It doesn't appear to be, but that part of the world has had a, <laughs> a troubled history, so... Uh, you know it as well as I do. Perhaps. He gestures, and the next card flips. It's initially Asmodeus, the the, uh, the devil lord. Uh, it changes, and now it's a, a man, again, likely Ulfin. He lounges in front of a roaring clan hall fire. He's got a goblet in hand, you know, obviously drinking something fine. There are there are pale, thin servants bringing platters of food, just ribs showing through their flesh. <laughs> the next card is the lovers. A man and a woman stand together, defiant, girded for battle. Uh, but instead, in their left hand, instead of shields, they've reached behind and they're holding each other's hands. And then the fourth card is the man from the lovers... He, he stands at the foot of the throne, but it's now empty. He's holding aloft a crowned head uh, in triumph, but his foot is holding a set of iron chains to the ground. <laughs> Not quite as noble in victory as he, uh, as he might appear. Perhaps not. I'm assuming this is uh, related to my family. My mother was from the clan that was conquered. My father, obviously, from the main clan. They worked together to defy my grandfather. And, uh... How recent is this? Uh, this has been 20 plus years ago. It still weighs heavily on your fate, I suspect. Uh, hmm. Sebastian's giving Ark a pretty solid side eye during all of this. Uh, he gestures one last time, the last two cards flip. The first card is the fool again, but the it changes and the, the red-haired man is now a young boy. Bare of cheek, you know, red of hair, he's alone in a, a snow-covered forest. Um, barely any clothing and an axe in hand. Just behind him, out of sight, there's this huge, lurking figure. Um, 
and then the last card is the moon. There's a village sits beneath a, a huge swollen moon. Um, the young boy he now wears a cloak of pure white fur, but he, he's limping in the town, trailing blood. Hmm. I assume this is you, and this is uh, you as youth, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. I was abandoned in a forest for a very long time, forced to make my way back home. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, knowing what I know of your kin, I assume they think that that would make you strong. As it did? Surely you can see. No. You enslave your own kin. You leave your children to die in the snow. If it made you strong, Irison would still be, would still belong to the Olfen and not the White Witches, my friend. I blame the Fae for that. <laughs> I have not seen anything that indicates the Fae are to blame. Nothing but uh, human greed. <laughs> anyway. He snaps his fingers. The cards flip, shuffle, and change. Uh, the next set of cards all lay themselves out as ten, ten of Swords, Strength, Justice, and the Fool, but they all change and merge into a single card. Um, a hulking black wolf with the eyes of a man leaps laughing through a portal made of swords. The, the red-haired warrior is just behind him, but he can't catch him in time. He's gone. And when you say that, Ark's eyes kind of get real wide, and he'll he'll actually point the card out and touch it. This is me. I know this is me. This was not that long ago. Hmm. So you chase the wolf, or the man recognized as the wolf. That's, uh, that is what you seek, and you seek it somewhere other than this world. I do, absolutely. I'm after a, a man that can turn into a wolf. Um, a wolf man, if you will say. The last time I saw him, I was hunting him through a forest near my home, and he was able to get out of my grasp in the last second, transferring through some sort of fey portal, very similar to the one that we saw just a little while ago at Rickety's. I was hoping to be able to get through it, but unfortunately we weren't able to hit it in time. So that is why you are so interested in... Uh... Yeah, she seems to be one of the only connections to the Fae that I've been able to pick up since the island. I'm hoping she can get me through that portal. Perhaps, although it seems it has not served her well at this point either. Uh, the other two cards flip. One is the Eight of Swords. Uh, the red-haired warrior, he's struggled, he's trapping, trapped in a cage made of swords on a beach. Each sword pierces the back of another Ulfin warrior. <laughs> I'll tell you what this says to me, you're a betrayer. You chose your uh, your companions' fates rather than letting them choose their own as men. It just depends on how you see it. The way I say it, those men were doomed. They all had the plague, just like some of your members. I just let them decide to die by my hand instead of by an unworthy death. The uh, the last card, as you watch it slide from the deck, two more pull three um, and merge, but. You see a red-haired man in fine armor. He sits atop the same throne as before, but the hall is empty, except for bones. And in the in the background, there's a wolf stares at him with copper-colored fur. I see. So I assume this is telling me that I will end up leading my clan to death. Death by searching for the wolf, maybe. I will not try and interpret it uh, entirely, but I... You may find what you seek, but you won't get what you truly desire. As is most things in life, I've come to decide, Sebastian. Thank you. <laughs> yes, well, if you don't mind, I have some things to get together before, uh... I assume Jay pointed us to go to the captain's cabin. I'm not entirely sure what he was pantomiming. Yeah, odd that we would have a first mate that can't talk, right? I suspect it fits Fane's sense of humor. You know you're probably not wrong. <laughs> Drink. He has a bottle. He pulls a bottle of good rum from beneath the table. And Ark will take a shot. And as he takes a shot, he'll just mention, I, I really fancy your tattoo work there. I can't say I have any of my own, but perhaps before this adventure is over, you can help me in that. Perhaps, as long as you're willing to pay the price. All right, well, give me that uh, roll fortitude save for drinking the rum. I said it's good rum. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Wormwood Swill. This is good rum. Okay, get a plus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we Very both nice. missed the captain's meeting. <laughs> Everyone's real charismatic all of a sudden. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. All right, so is there anything else we want to do before we get to the captain's dinner? Kidnick's hungry. General murming of agreement. <laughs> All right, go ahead and 
get prepared. Because now it's Fane's turn. Dun, dun, dun. The time has arrived. Your friends are gathered around the table. Fane uh, has had, what's her name, Manu Cook? Emma. 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 <laughs> uh, bring up some. Just can't nice even remember their names. <laughs> I was going to say, jeez. Like, <laughs> She's the conductor on the Fane train, <laughs> too. <laughs> Wasn't going to say anything. Um, she's brought up basically salted fish. Apparently, that's all we have is half a half a galleon full of uh, salt. Um, <laughs> Looks delicious. She's she's done with it. What she could, <laughs> rinsed uh, it off. <laughs> and Fane's got the the dancing lights going, which he keeps going every once in a while because there's no light in this room. For those that can't see in the dark, uh, sitting at the table, just waiting for everyone to arrive. And as everybody comes in, first thing he does is stand up, put his hands on the table. If anyone has grievances with anyone else here, get them out now. Last Everybody chance. looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> we all have grievances of you. Yeah. I've uh, had no cause to particularly quarrel with anyone thus far. Good. I'm good at the moment. Zug? Zugray kind of looks to the side at Kitnick. He's like, nah, we're square. Ark. Y'all are my friends as long as I'm yours. And I have none as well. So be it. I was shocked at Rickety's. Um, I am looking for someone. And when I asked Rickety for information, he became possessed by a force which I think Sebastian knows quite a bit about. Bandasura. I'm not sure who th- I'm not sure who that is. Bite your tongue and do not repeat that. I name. will say what I like. It I understand. But I need to know who that is. It is not a who. And if you speak it too often, you will draw attention you do not want. I've already drawn his attention. Attention of a servant is different than attention of a master. He is an ancient being. Who is it? Bandasura Varnasikta. Or if you prefer, the infernal prince, his most majestic, Bandasura, immortal of the Rakshasha. I've heard of Rakshasa. I know... They're extra planar. I know they're deceitful. Uh, I know a lot about a lot of things, but I'd never heard that name before. So <laughs> it was very shocking when all I was expecting was directions to a man. He, it, as I would not say he, he has no set form. The Rakshasha are not, they are not extra planar, truly. They are inextricably bound to this world. To an extent only rivaled by gods, truly. This particular one is very ancient, very powerful, but he has been sealed away. Is it not your patron? I would not call him a patron. I draw upon his power, but he... That sort of power, unless he concentrates, makes it hard for him to distinguish me from him. Which is why it is less dangerous for me to invoke his name than yours. Understood. But the fact that he is that he has now found new servants is troubling. It means he moves, it means he has plans. And it means he has plans here. And there are few beings I would ever want the attention of less. The person I'm looking for apparently has drawn his attention and is now a servant of this Rakshasa. That is not surprising. He is cunning. He is a tempter. He is of the traditional caste that spent their time seducing mortals into dark acts and servitude for generations, untold. The man I'm looking for's name is Ziyog. He was part of my troop. I don't know, 23, 24 years ago. He was our ranger. He was our basically our map maker. And he sold us out. Hmm. I've spent the last 20 years in the hands of the flesh warpers of Zirna Canaan. And I've just been able to speak again in the last two years. I'm looking for this man. And I have reason to believe I can find information in Blood Cove. My name is Nerium. I'm 178 years old. And I'm from the city of Zirna Canaan. I am a drow. <laughs> this and he casts um, silent image, the first level silent image, mm-hmm. and shows an image of himself previous before the flesh warpers got a hold of him, and it's him. It's what he looks like, except the ebony skin, the white hair, 
uh, tat- you know, he's got a couple of tattoos and piercings, but it's him. But before what you see before you happened. So you didn't just leave college? Not recently. No. I see. I was an assassin. I was part of this group, and now I plan to assassinate the only other member of this group that escaped me. I, I can't call it the noble goal, but uh, I certainly can't blame you. So is he the only one left alive, or the only one you didn't kill? He's the only one I didn't kill. What made you kill the rest of your group? They sold me out. Oh, I, I was I was their scapegoat. If he has uh, accepted servitude with this being, it means he has been promised power, both material and over the minds of mortals, and potentially every pleasure of the known universe. I don't know enough about him to know what bargain he entered, but uh, Bandasura does not make contracts. He will simply obliterate you if you fail to live up to your end of the bargain. Well, the only reason I bring it up is the act no longer suits my purposes. We have our ship. We have free reign to do whatever we want. Yes, speaking of that, I may have not been entirely honest a second ago when I said I didn't have a bone to pick with somebody. This is just ridiculous. Okay, so we've got a previous captain who's all, oh, we're going to be, you know, great, I'm this wonderful person. And then it's, oh, we're going to slit throats of people that are being thrown off a ship. Now we have a new captain. And he's like, oh, no, we're not going to go, you know, looting and pillaging. We're going to do something else. And now it's, oh, no, wait, I'm someone else. And we're going to loot. And we're going to pillage. This is getting really old. I can explain that. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> Um, now. For future reference, anything that I say while we're on port, take it with a grain of salt. The truth will come out on the ship when we're underway. So that's where all the salt came from. <laughs> <laughs> I like salt, too. That's I a lot it. of grains of salt. Uh-huh. My point exactly. Let there be no question. We are going to be pirates, and we're going to take this ship. Huzzah! I like the way this sounds. Okay, I just need to know, because it's really hard to follow a captain or, you know, democratize with a captain. Whatever we end up doing, I'm not really sure how this whole thing works yet, because we haven't really figured it out. But we can't really work together if we don't know which direction we're going. So... I would agree. How about you tell us what you're trying to get towards, because so far, all we know is you abandoned us in the middle of a fight to chase after a portal. Wait, this wasn't about me, it was about him. Oh yeah, it sounds like a big distraction to me. Not me, about him. You should literally leave bluffing to the professionals, Kitnik. It seems like you're chasing after something you know absolutely nothing about. Oh, don't go there. And Kit just grabs her hat and slams it on the table. Does it turn into a boat? No. (laughs) No, it doesn't. We're all crushed to death. That would have been a good idea. She's kind of livid now. Chasing something I know nothing about, and then all of a sudden you notice she's got horns. Very, very obvious horns. Very non-Nomi horns. Did they just grow out of nowhere? No, they've been under a hat. <laughs> oh, she took the hat off. I yeah, okay. yeah. You know, she's always had a head covering, but no, she's she's getting a little bit lit up now. So Sugary just kind of is staring, and he reaches out <laughs> one finger, and, and she slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> no touchy. Well, since you seem to be upset under this accusation. Why don't you tell us what you know about these portals you're after, then? I know that I need to find one. Because I have to get over to the other side. Why? Because if I don't, my mom's gonna die. So, I have to find a way over so I can find a way to get, to get her over. Where? What's on the other side that you need? Just the first world. Because I am a gnome. My parents are gnomes. I was born to gnomes. Alright? But unfortunately, as is obvious, I didn't exactly come out as expected. So they left me behind. Because, you know, obviously people like me are not exactly wanted (laughs) as children. So I spent most of my life searching them down. And I found my dad. Through him, found my mom. And if you know anything about gnomes, you may have heard of the bleaching. If you're not familiar with that... Gnomes can, if they are not keeping up with being their their gnomish selves, you know, getting into trouble, things like that. They'll just give up on life, essentially. And they lose all their color, and eventually they die. And there's no way to come back from that. They go crazy. 
The only thing I can think of that might save her is if I can get her back to the first world. That might reverse the process. And it's all my fault. It's all my fault this has happened. Why would it be your fault? Because she went crazy and gave up on life because I was born. That's not really something that is accepted. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. That's hard to deal with. But to give you some insight, my sister will die if I don't find these same portals. So we're sort of in the same boat. Sebastian kind of looks at Ark and just, while Ark's not looking at him, just sadly shakes his head. Zugreg reaches out and tries to tap Ark's forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have horns. Don't worry. Just checking. Just checking. Well, Kit, at least you know I can keep a secret. Yes, I do. And I appreciate that, Fane. That still doesn't mean I'm happy that you won't, you know, tell us when we're pillaging and not pillaging. But... Kit, the way I see it is, our boat needs provisions, our people need provisions, and unfortunately, the people in front of us have said provisions. Now, whether or not they can defend it is up to them. That's fine. I don't mind that part. Oh, so you don't mind as long as we say it. As long as, as, long as I'm told. <laughs> They'd expect death. All right. I'm, I'm okay with taking kidneys. I just need to know I'm supposed to be taking kidneys. Oh, I'll tell you. Okay. We're on the same page. Well. You're not even in the same book. <laughs> so, Blood Cove has information for you? Yes, that's what I've been doing is I've been trying to find someone. When I was originally shanghai I was in search of someone who had answers and I was supposed to go back and see her the next morning. Obviously, I didn't do that. So I found out there was supposed to be somebody at Rickety's. They were gone by the time I got there. Now, with any luck, we can maybe catch them in Blood Cove. Is their last name MacGuffin? (laughs) (laughs) So have you met this person? No. Kitnick, I'd be happy to help you because it sounds like we both need to be at the same place at the same time for these random portals to pop up. I would appreciate the help. But, you know, it's until recently, I've not had anyone who has accepted me being around for long enough to me actually, you know, get to know them and trust them. And I feel like I can trust you guys. Well, how long does this bleaching process take place? I mean, are we talking years, it sounds like, at least? It can take years. It just depends. Well, I have about three months. So we've got a very short amount of time that we have to find these portals. Well, I'm about 80, so she's been bleaching for a while. (laughs) We'll figure this out together. (laughs) And Sebastian kind of looks at at Kitnick and says in Infernal, you're not the only one of of such heritage. You're not as alone as you might think. I knew I liked you for a reason. Ark will pop up. You have up poor and, taste. I'm not going to say I don't. Ark will pop up and look at the captain and just say, this is a captain's dinner. We all should speak common so we all know what's being said. We were told, we were brought here under the assumption that no secrets are being held from each other. I translate for you. <laughs> Thank you, captain. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. Actually, Sebastian then says in Scald, which is one of the Ulfin languages, the captain knows what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Ark thinks of so many things to say back. <laughs> Most of them rude. <laughs> Most of them rude. <laughs> well, we at least seem to have a direction. If And we all, all had purpose, if nothing else. And we can't eat salted fish forever. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> to use one of uh, Sebastian's lines, Zagri, Ark, do you need to lay the cards out? Zug, uh, you haven't said much. I know you're coming to Blood Cove with us, hopefully under your own accord. I just want treasure. I I also want great treasure. My friend, I am curious. And I do not mean to be insulting, but what use do you have for treasure? I mean, what what do you intend to do with it? Well, I mean, there's always the obvious of buying more things, but there's the most important thing of all, just planting it. Planting, planting it? Yes. I've studied with the greatest pirates in all of Tempest Key, and I know that one of the most important things a pirate can do is take their gold put it in a bag, and then bury it under a tree. I am so going to do a knowledge check and take 20. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We uh, all just I, look at Zug. And what, uh, what is the ultimate result of that? I don't know. I got time. I'll figure it out. Understood. But the first thing is, you got to plant your gold. Perhaps you get gold trees. Maybe. Zug, I have to admit, you're the first goblin I've ever met. God, I'm doing Zug's voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to slip into <laughs> it. It really is. Zug, I have to admit, you're uh, the first goblin I've ever met that can sail. Sail at all. How did you learn to sail? Well, my tribe actually, we're all great sailors. Well, they're all good sailors. I'm the only great sailor. 
Clearly, you're and, the only one actually at sea, honestly. And, exactly. and modest <laughs> as well. Why hide your light under a barrel, man? And uh, But then after I left my tribe, I ended up, I, like I keep saying, I ended up at Tempest Key and I met another hairy face like you. And uh, we worked together and he taught me some of his tricks and I've just been doing that ever since. Another hairy face? You mean another olfin? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all look alike to you, don't we? Yeah, totally. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Did he wear a lot of leather and fur and have a lot of facial hair? And Yep, all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, was, that was an elfin if I've ever heard one. What was his name, Zog? His name was Kyrgyr. Kyrgyr? Just Kyrgyr? I guess. That's fair. <laughs> I never really thought to ask. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we but done? so, uh, but, oh, oh, I mean, I was just, so while I was there, yeah, I had a vision from Besmara. She told me that I was going to be the greatest pirate and I had to sail out. So I listened to her. Well, if an elephant taught you to sail, I'm sure that's somewhat true. So you follow Besmara? Yeah. Yeah, he does have a big Besmara holy symbol. It's actually <laughs> oversized. It's probably something from a medium-sized creature at some point. He's just started wearing it. Is it a clock? <laughs> <laughs> it, just about. Yeah, it is like a big Flavor Flav symbol. <laughs> so it's it's like a breastplate, basically. Yeah. calling him Zuggy Zug. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we can a couple of times, I guess. So are we finished sharing? Can we play Kumbaya now? Maybe we can close with Kumbaya. I, I do have. I, I swear to Desna, I will lip stitch you. I do have one more thing of concern. Uh, it was apparently a vote for me to be captain, but we all have what appears to be our own destinies on this ship. That being said, you've chosen me to lead. I will lead, but I do need your input. And if you need help, if you need to go somewhere, you need to let me know. Sure. Okay. Aye, aye. So we're next stop. After the ship will be Blood Cove. Yeah, perhaps we'll find what we seek, or at the very least, perhaps we can offload some of this junk that's been cluttering up my quartermaster's stores. How much does salt sell for? <laughs> no, we need that. We need that. We need all that. It depends on where you're at. Can we pack him in some salt for a while? <laughs> he might find it relaxing. Sort of a spa day for goblins, I suspect. Zuggery, I must make one command. You are no longer in charge of buying our food. As long as we keep enough salt, I can make my own food. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> uh, does the ocean count? I mean, it's, it's a big, beautiful glass of water, but... Fane sits down. Let's eat. Do we have to? Fane starts eating. <laughs> can we boil it in rum next time? <laughs> Periodically through the, uh, through the dinner, Zugray will kind of surreptitiously try and sniff Kit. So, <laughs> It's hard to be surreptitious for something with a head the size of a... <laughs> exactly, which is why I'm like, it's not even going to try and hide. Yeah. I'm not going to try and hide this, but that's what he's trying to hide. Kit puts her hat back on, just keeps looking at him. When he starts, the, the second time he does that, Sebastian kind of puts a dancing lights between Kitnick's horns <laughs> and just sort of jabs at his face. <laughs> We've been drinking by this point. The good like- rum. Our good room. Probably yeah. sees Zug sniffing Kit, so he's like, Do I smell? And he's sniffing himself <laughs> now, like trying to figure out what the hell. <laughs> One arm up, checking yeah. out bits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was very lovely scene, everybody. Thank you very much. Yes. Your <laughs> Yes. Yes. Matt's doing the fade the scene, the scene. symbol. Uh, the the evening wears on. You finish your meal. Uh, you all go to your separate quarters for the night. It's dark outside. Uh, however, Rosie is still steering the ship in the general direction that she remembers seeing the sails before everything went dark. And you wake up the next morning. The ship is a little bit closer. Who rings the bell? Who does <laughs> ring the bell? You tell me. Master at Arms is who did it last time. Yeah, that bell does not get rung today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Ark still passed out <laughs> so, in his bunk. So can we all wake up to Albert going? Yes, I think it's been established. Uh, Owlbear is indeed replacing the bell from now on. I'm oh, so no. happy with that. <laughs> also, I, I don't think Ark would sleep in his own bunk. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Ark whose bunk is he sleeping in? No, no, no. I'm thinking he would sleep in the uh, barrel chair that he created up on the top deck. Like he wouldn't. He would probably stay up top to watch okay. out. Just in his like. He used to be a captain. He used to watch out over the crew. So I say we shave his eyebrows. <laughs> he would never know. There's not mirrors to look at on this ship. Yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> his face would feel like five pounds lighter, though, probably. Fair so enough. you sleep out under the stars? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Even if it rains. I don't care. Gotcha. Wow. 
I'll keep that in mind for later. Yeah, given that cloak, you're going to smell like a wet dog. Oh, so you smell special. Yeah, but I'm used to it. It's all of you that have to deal with it. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. Press the digitation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It is the morning. You guys can see, continue to see the sails on the horizon that you spotted from the day before, and you're a little bit closer. However, they have also spotted you from this far away, and you can see almost see them drop sail and start to sail away from you, from you guys. So they're trying to get away. And so we're going to do some piloting checks in order to see who, which, who pilots better. And you can either catch up or they can escape. Okay. So since Zugray is piloting, uh, he's going to go, how many of these checks are we roughly going to make? Supposed to be doing three of them, and it's the best of three is the person that wins. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll go ahead and roll. Can I maybe get an eight another? Sure. We yeah. Can do, uh, we can do one of you guys. Okay. I would say Ark's sitting up there behind you, so he probably sees the ship's uh, sails drop, you said? Yes. Uh, Zug, their uh, ships, uh, it looks like their sails are dropping. It, you need to speed up. Get on their tail now or we're going to lose them. I'm on it. Pedal faster. <laughs> and I rolled a 25 after everything's all said and done. That's definitely <laughs> right. better. Yeah, so That's better a than a 10. Yep. Yep. Actually, you can probably... You don't have to roll, do you? Uh, plus eight, so I'm almost uh, there. Uh, okay. All right, so Zugray's going to roll. That is a 26. 26. Oh, wow. I just rolled real good. That's uh, a first. <laughs> plus 11, I rolled a 28 total. And you added his two yeah. for, the, for the 26. So he wins the first one, so he gains a little bit of distance. He puts another mile or three or five between you guys. He has a plus 11? Yes. Wow. Who are we chasing? A sailor. <laughs> yes. Guess so, that's higher than I have. Somebody who knows how to sail their ship. I'll bet they have oars. No, <laughs> this is the beginning of the day. We're going to do a check at the end of the day yes. and then the beginning the next day, correct? Something like that. Yes. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Okay. That's probably a pretty good assumption. <laughs> so it's not like we have immediate success. It's like over the day we realize right. we're losing ground. And okay. the way it's written in the rules, since we're kind of doing a review of how the rules work with the pirate ships here, um, you roll a d4 to find out how many days this chase would normally take. I rolled it earlier. I rolled a two. So it's going to yeah. take about two days. Gotcha. Okay. So we're kind of spreading our piloting checks out. Throughout the day. So you make the first roll. Whatever happened during the day, they actually gain a little bit of distance on you guys. Anything you're doing specifically during the day, or are you just putting nose on the ass into the ship and tra- chasing it down? Let me make sure I'm clear on something. So so you roll the, the D4. We've got two days. So at the end of two days, we find out whether we catch up with them and engage them or whether they get away. Yes. Okay, so these are not guaranteed we will engage. Correct. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, Sebastian is going to do one thing while we're waiting other than the normal quartermaster's duties he's going to dig around and see if he can find like just a large piece of hide or leather or anything similar just amongst the ship stores you found a really nice uh white bear bear rug hey that sounds that sounds good no uh, I mean, it's attached to an ark <laughs> <laughs> that's fine you're you were drunk <laughs> oh yes you can find i'm sure somebody somewhere in some retrospect you can find a piece of hide. Yeah, just some sizable piece of, like, cowhide or something. Okay. Nothing new. Uh, and Sebastian's going to take that back to the uh, quartermaster stores along with a lot of ink and tattoo needles. But otherwise... Some practicing, I guess? Oh, no, no. I have plans. You'll okay. find out. All right. Kit's going to hang out with her parrot. Oh, yes, the lovely parrot. Yes. Very cool. Fane will run around uh, occasionally casting triple time just to get people moving on the ship okay. a little faster. Very nice. At some point, he's going to run down to the villages and say, Alyssa, get out and push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Captain. <laughs> I'm not sure I will be much assistance. Okay. Bilge faster? Make us lighter? I'm going to teach you what jokes are at some point. I'm joking. <laughs> Stay down here, Bilge. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you work throughout the day. And you come towards the evening just before dark. And we'll do another opposed piloting check. Roll high. Oh, oh. I you think it? he might. All right. All right. That sound. The hero point Somebody hit the table. Oh, goodness. I love it. Does right. my, you got a profession sailor higher than mine? I'm going to need everything I got. Does my eight another oh, from earlier apply? Do I need to reroll? Uh, Fane casting triple speed on everybody throughout the day is going to give him the plus two. Cool. <laughs> All right. 
Yes. Ooh, that looks like a really good roll. That is a 35. 35. <laughs> that will beat my 27. Oh, oh nice. man. Yeah. I'm rolling rocks today, guys. It's a good thing you use that arrow point. We're obviously not chasing Scourge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't run aground or anything. So right. All right, so that is the end of day one. Day two, you wake up in the morning and you gained some distance. You had almost made up half the distance that you lost the night before. That's right. Now Zugre is singing his song. Chase after treasure, sail across the sea. I'm a catch a ship. No one outruns me. <laughs> uh, good oh, job, Zugre. Nice. I want that ship. You'll get it. And let's do one last piloting check because we are split right now. One and one. If we tie, we do it all over again. Oh, great. Oh, no. I'm going to uh, try and aid another again. You're aiding another. Alrighty. Yeah, yep. Uh, yep, uh, over 10. Okay. All right. Yes. 28. Oh, I rolled a nine. That makes, gives me a 20. <laughs> All right. And so you guys are able throughout this entire day gain the rest of the distance. You draw close to this ship. As we are getting close to the ship, Zugray is going to turn to Fanga. What is it, Captain? Are we wrecking them or are we taking them? Wreck them. All right. And as uh, they're doing that, Sebastian comes up on deck with the, the hide, you know, rolled up under his arm. Kitnik, come, give me a hand. <laughs> he smacks Kitnik <laughs> upside the horns. <laughs> Kitnik runs over. What do we need? I know you're a gnome, but stop that. <laughs> what? I don't want to bleach. <laughs> Help me run this up the mast. And they uh, run the, uh, the hide up the mast as a flag. Sebastian has tattooed a uh, a Jolly Roger. It's a leering, slightly infernal skull with small horns, with uh, crossed chains with broken manacles on nice. the end. Nice, nice. Very cool. nice. I like that. I have got to see this drawn by somebody. I will Please. do my best. It's going to suck. I was going to say I can't draw. <laughs> that is going to be. Gorgeous. I love that. We'll have a drawing contest. I'll I'll draw one. You'll draw one. Yes. We'll we'll all draw one. We'll talk to Ryan. Maybe he'll draw one for us. (laughs) Now, gentlemen and ladies, now we are pirates. (laughs) And you draw close to this ship. You make up the distance that you lost. It is looming ever closer. All 60 feet of this ship looms before you. You are getting closer and closer and closer. Don't do it. And we're going to find out what happens next week. Bitch. And we get to try out ship combat rules next week. Thank you, everybody. Great job tonight. All right. Uh, so... We are going to do the rules as written for engaging a pirate ship or engaging a ship as pirates within the skull and shackles rules. And so what we do first is we do opposed piloting checks to find out who is going to actually catch up or escape. So who is sailing your ship the next morning after everybody wakes up? I'm Zug- sure. I'm sure Zuggery probably jumped back on that. Uh, yeah, just as soon as he could. Zuggery yeah, he right. get back on his step. <laughs> so Zuggery, let's do an opposed piloting check. It's just a D twenty roll. Add your profession, sailor. All right, and there's nothing on the ship. Like uh, we don't have a fancy rudder or anything. No, we. Okay, I can try standard. and aid another. I was gonna say I can aid another. That'd be great. I don't think there's any aid in others with this one. What if really? we all blow really is hard there? into the sails? <laughs> Chad is nodding at me and pointing at all of the rules he printed out earlier today, and he's telling me I'm wrong. So... Aid another, just as with other skills, a character can do a standard action to use an aid another action. Within the confines of the engagement, not... Represents an extra pair of eyes observing the enemy, giving orders to the crew, or simply helpful advice. So is that referencing... That's just the sailing check general? That's the sailing check for the uh, advanced naval combat from Skull and Shackles. Well, I rolled a 23 total, so I'm aiding another. Is that Wes before is or after combat, though? That's kind of what I'm That's wondering. what you're wanting to know. Mm-hmm. That is, in, it doesn't really specifically say, so actually it says uh, that's under the sailing check to control a ship in combat. So 
That's okay. uh, to me. That's kind of the GM's call. So it sounds like we have to be in combat then for that for us to be able to aid another. But when do we mm-hmm. officially? When are we officially in combat? When we start pursuit? Initiative. When, once once we do these three rolls and decide that you guys have actually engaged. Okay. So when those would go into effect. So when does combat affect? Because I know there's the like slamming into the other ship yeah. or fighting, but yeah. yeah at what point is, yeah, is what, what point is considered combat? So uh, and we're not we're going to go back and we're going to pick up from earlier. Yeah, this right. is all off. So right yeah. now, okay. yeah. Uh, this check, according to the rules, is just three pose checks. Basically, you both spot sails on the horizon, and you both go either we engage or one person runs away and the other one's chasing him. It's typically what's going to happen. Okay. It's sails on the horizon way far away, and it's the jockeying moving into position and using your sails to either get away or catch up. Okay. And that's what these three rolls represent. And they're running away. And they're hauling ass. Okay. They basically, in the morning, saw your sails and went, ah. And now they're trying to get away. Are we able to determine that with some sort of perception check or something? That's why these rolls are happening. Oh, I and, see. Okay. And so they can't they can't give a profession sailor to basically be a an advanced crew. I'm sorry. It, like that, the I would think their aid another would reflect the fact that we're an advanced crew. We've got several people who are very good at this job. Hey, Zug, we we need to deploy more sail they just dropped all their sails and they're speeding up yeah, but it sounds like, like the rules specifically say you can't aid another no, until no, we no, i'm looking at the rules right here it doesn't specifically say no, that they don't oh, specifically okay. say you can't they just don't specifically say you can i see, yeah. I see. it only specifically says you can in the uh, uh ship combat it's section combat. okay yeah. so it doesn't specify Which, when you can't just specifies but when i assume can. it's like any well, other skill check i don't see why you wouldn't be able well, to it doesn't specific, it doesn't specify when you can it just says in this situation you are allowed that doesn't mean in okay. this situation you are not. Yeah, see, that's what I was hearing it. You can do it during this time, which would mean that you can't do it no. any other time. As far as I can tell from what Chad read, it just simply says, by the way, you absolutely can do yeah, it. Yeah, it's just this. explicitly uh, spelled out. Because normally during combat, it's one of those situations where you tend to not be able to aid another. Yeah, because like, you wouldn't be able to aid me on an acrobatics check. But on a, on a ship, it's a kind of a different matter. Sure. Yeah, that kind of but, makes sense. Well, like I said, it's pretty much GM fiat yeah, at this point because exactly. I don't think it specifically says you can or can't otherwise. Because all of these are specifically referring to the combat portion. Yeah, and so since this isn't the combat portion, it's kind of one of those. Yeah. Can you do it here also? Yeah, I mean, I personally don't see why you wouldn't be able to, but, I mean, no skin off my nose either way. Yeah. Well... Let's assume that they haven't ate another, and we both have plus two. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah, I mean... I guess it would depend on if... if, Like, it depends on what you're chasing. Like, if you're chasing a ship that's going to have a named NPC, their crew is probably going to be good enough they could ate another. But if it's going to be random ship number four... Then they're probably assumed to be. Do we have names for those? Check the subreddit. Yeah, I was going to say, but now they're all named. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, like now it's going to be like uh, their piloting is probably a plus three. I think I'm looking at a different subreddit. Do we have more than one? Not Not that I know. Because it was no, uh, no, uh, what? No stupid questions. I think is the one that started the thread about the ship names. I just tld would it. (laughs) It must be. I'm going to pause.